0: Good evening, my beautiful brothers and sisters, and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. On this episode, we got some information on Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and their delusional statements and thoughts. We've got some information on the whole Fannie Willis controversy. I don't know what she was thinking about. We're paying tribute to Dexter Scott King, who passed away one week after the celebration of his father, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. And we look back at one of our crazy man stop playing moments of the week. As usual, we'll have some music by our artist collaborators as well. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. Now, are you gonna sit on the sideline or be your own boss? Make up your own mind. Time to shine and uplift, My brothers and sisters co shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, and now fight for yours. Man, you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you, 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 you tell me. Welcome to the You Tell Me Show. The show where we discuss some of the most interesting topics from the previous week. That's the You Tell Me show featuring Professor Kaz.
1: Yo, I need somewhere to go to get my vocals recorded, get some photographs taken, and shoot some video. I wish I knew a company that did all of that.
0: You've never heard of the Street Artist Media Group? No, who's a Street Artist? The Street Artist is in Columbia, South Carolina. They do photography, audio, video, and podcasting. You should check them out.
1: Well, how do I get in contact with them? I could use it for a lot of things that I need to get done.
0: Look them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. You can even email them at streetartistllc at streetartist.com. Ask for the professor. He'll be sure to help you out.
1: Thanks for the info. I'm going to contact the street artists and get all my creative needs taken care of.
0: That's the street artist. Your one-stop shop for all your media needs. Welcome back to the show. Let's get into my next topic. Nikki Haley was born Nimarada Nikki Randawa at Bamberg County Hospital in Bamberg, South Carolina to immigrant Sikh parents from Punjab, India. So for her to even have the audacity to say that racism doesn't exist in America is completely absurd. Her parents immigrated from India to Canada in 1964 and her father Ajit Randawa received a scholarship offer from the University of British Columbia. After he received his PhD in 1969, he moved his family to South Carolina to be a professor of biology at Voorhees College, a historically black institution in Denmark, South Carolina. So how in the world did Nikki Haley grow up in 70s and 80s South Carolina and say that racism doesn't exist in America? She was a minority, unless she passed for being white as her name insists. I don't know, you tell me. But let's listen to what she had to say.
1: Are you a racist party?
0: Are you involved in a racist party? We're we're not a racist country, Brian. We've never been a racist country. Our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday. Are we perfect? No, but our goal is to always make sure we try and be more perfect every day that we can. I know I faced racism when I was growing up,
2: but I can tell you today is a lot better than it was then.
0: Now this comes after she said a few weeks ago that the civil war wasn't at all about slavery. And to make matters worse, they followed up by asking Ron DeSantis a similar question. Another Republican that's running for president. Let's listen to his answer. you agree that the U.S. has never been a racist country? Well, the U.S. uh, is not a a racist country and we've overcome things in our history. We've had challenges with, with how race was viewed. It doesn't matter your background. This is the best place to grow up and to pursue your dreams of any place in the entire world. Did you hear how little Ronnie tried to clean that up at the end? Just because it's the best place to live in the world doesn't mean it's not racist. Are these people delusional? What country did they grow up in? Have they never heard of the Civil War? Have they never heard of the Civil Rights Movement? A lot of people would argue that this country is as divided now as it has been at any time since the Civil War. Abraham Lincoln was the one that said a house divided against itself can't stand. And he was talking about a nation that was half slave and half free. So how can anyone say that a country that was built on slave labor, what isn't racist? How can a country that became the richest in the world on the backs of African slaves not be racist? It was built for free on death, destruction and the annihilation of the Native American population and the desecration of our African American ancestors. And the thing, these people have thousands, if not millions of followers. What is that telling you about half of the American population's mindset? I don't know, you tell me. We'll be right back.
3: will blow Seed will grow Keep up your head young man Eternity has no end Your legacy sure to abound Your feet won't touch the ground
0: welcome back to the show. What the heck was Fannie Willis thinking about? If this is true, this is really stupid and bad. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has defended her hiring of private attorney Nathan Wade as lead prosecutor in the election fraud case against former President Donald Trump and 14 others, suggesting those who have questioned his ability are being unfair and possibly racist. Willis made a remark Sunday at the Big Bethel AME Church in Atlanta, six days after one of Trump's 14 remaining co-defendants accused her of having an improper romantic relationship with Wade that was serious enough to have them both thrown off the case. Without mentioning him by name, Willis said Wade was not only a great friend, but an experienced and well-respected lawyer with the impeccable credentials needed to be a special prosecutor overseeing the sprawling racketeering case. Willis talked about how she hired two other lawyers, a white man and a white woman, to also help to prosecute Trump and his co-defendants on charges of trying to illegally overturn the results of the 2020 election in Georgia that Trump lost to Democrat Joe Biden. Describing each one as a superstar, she asked, Isn't it them playing the race car when they only question one? The black man I chose has been a judge more than 10 years, runs a private practice for more than 20, represented businesses in civil litigation. I ain't done, y'all, she said, served as a prosecutor, a criminal defense lawyer, and a special assistant to the the attorney general. Excuse me, not district attorney, but to the attorney general. In her 35-minute speech, at times emotional, Willis admitted being an imperfect and even flawed human being who makes mistakes. She also said she had been the victim of numerous threats and has received a lot of abuse lately that has included racial slurs. But Willis did not address any of the more salacious accusations in the motion filed last Monday by former Trump campaign official Michael Roman. In the 172-page document, Roman accused Willis of acting improperly by paying Wade more than $650,000 in taxpayers' money in the case while having been engaged in a romantic relationship with him. Roman's motion filed by Atlanta lawyer Ashley Merchant also accused Wade of lacking the relevant experience needed to prosecute a RICO case like the one against him, Trump, and others. Roman also accused Wade of using some of that money to finance lavish vacations with Willis, including trips to California wine country and Florida, and excursion on Caribbean cruises. If this is true about Fannie Willis, I'm completely appalled. Here we are at the brink of getting this idiot, Donald Trump, convicted of something finally, and you hire and pay one of the lawyers to prosecute the case, whom you're having a romantic affair with and you've misappropriated funds. This is bad and puts the whole case in jeopardy. What on God's earth were you thinking, Fanny? I hope they don't try and throw the whole case out now. If there are any loopholes, you know Trump's people will find them. We'll be right back on The You Tell Me Show. Welcome to this week's episode of Man, Stop Playing. Like I always say, you can't make this stuff up. A man in Scotland has been ordered to perform 75 hours of community service after intentionally passing gas as police officers (laughs) conducted a body cavity search. Man, stop playing. Police responding to a vehicle collision in Aberdeen noticed Stuart Scott, 28, speaking to the driver of another car. After observing a strong marijuana odor emanating from Cook officers searched him in his vehicle finding a small amount of weed Man, stop playing Police handcuffed Cook who immediately began to scream and act aggressively. Man, stop playing He was brought to the police station in Kitty Brewster where he was booked and strip searched During the procedure officers complained Cook intentionally ripped one off multiple times. Man, stop playing Cook deliberately farted in the direction of the officer three times, stating, how do you like that, reported Prosecutor Lucy Simpson. Man, stop playing. His defense attorney, Laura Gracie, downplayed the incident, telling the court Cook had been smoking a joint at the time and felt police overreacted in the way that they dealt with him. He became increasingly upset with them and farted multiple times for payback. Man, stop playing. Cook pled guilty to possession of cannabis and to behaving in a threatening or abusive manner. He was admonished without penalty for the drug charge. Now this isn't the first time police have brought charges for breaking wind. In 2008, 34-year-old Jose Cruz was pulled over in West Virginia for driving without his headlights on. Cruz failed a multiple field sobriety test and was taken to the police station to sleep it off. While there, He deliberately passed gas and made a wavy motion toward a police officer to distribute the smell towards him. Man, stop playing. The gas was very odorous and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature, the complaint stated, recommending a battery charge be filed. Man, stop playing. (laughs) A battery charge for farting? The prosecutor's office ultimately dropped the charges. Farting can also give suspects away. In July, the Clay County Sheriff's Office in Missouri reported that it was able to find a hiding suspect wanted on drug charges because of his loud farts. Man, stop playing. If you got a felony warrant for your arrest, the cops are looking for you, and you pass gas so loud that it gives up your hiding spot, you're definitely having a shitty day. Man, stop playing. This has been your Man Stop Playing Moment of the Week.
1: Make it through when times get rough Like the times, the stress of life Said we can't take it, but we made it work We knew that we were We're quite I still remember Steve, How I could make you blush Just a glance into your eyes Would normally be enough You are still so special You're my crown, you increase my worth really? <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. Up next is our moment in Black history. Dexter Scott King, who dedicated much of his life to shepherding the civil rights legacy of his parents, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, died Monday after battling prostate cancer. He was only 62 years old. The King Center in Atlanta, which Dexter King served as chairman, said the younger son of the civil rights icon died at his home in Malibu, California. His wife, Leah Weber King, said in a statement that he died peacefully in his sleep. The sudden shock is devastating. Martin Luther King III, the oldest brother of Dexter King, said in a statement, It's hard to have the right words at a moment like this. We ask for your prayers at this time for the entire King family. The third of the King's four children, Dexter King was named for the Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama, where his father served as a pastor when the Montgomery bus boycott launched him to national prominence in the wake of the 1955 arrest of Rosa Parks. Dexter Scott King, a true American hero, thank you for carrying forward the dream that your father had so long ago. And isn't it ironic that he died one week after celebration of his father's birthday in life? I think it's only fitting that we play some of that same I have a dream speech right now.
4: All we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. I live in China or even Russia or any totalitarian country, maybe i could understand some of these illegal injunctions maybe i could understand the denial of certain basic first amendment privileges because they haven't committed themselves to that over there but somewhere i read of the freedom of assembly somewhere i read of the freedom of speech. Yeah. Somewhere I read. Yeah. Of the freedom of press. Yeah. Somewhere I read. Yeah. That the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. Yeah. And so just as I say we aren't gonna let any dogs. but I want you to know the night that we, as a people, will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord.
0: Wow. That was the last time that he made a public address. The speech was given on April 3rd at a rally as he addressed the people at the Mason Temple. King's flight to Memphis had been delayed by a bomb threat against his plane. Dr. King was booked in room 306 at the Lorraine Motel in Memphis. He was fatally shot by James Earl Ray at 6.01 p.m. Thursday, April 4th, 1968, as he stood on the motel's second floor balcony. The bullet entered through his right cheek, smashing his jaw, then traveled down his spinal cord before lodging into his shoulder. After emergency surgery, Dr. King died at St. Joseph's Hospital at 7.05 p.m. According to biographer Taylor Branch, King's autopsy revealed that though only 39 years old, he had the heart of a 60-year-old, which Branch attributed to stress. King was initially entered into Southview Cemetery in South Atlanta, but in 1977, his remains were transferred to a tomb on the site of the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historic Park. Dr. Martin Luther King and Dexter Scott King true african-american heroes we salute you and we pray for the king family we'll be right back on the you tell me show (laughs) the young men and women of upstate new york are lucky to have a community program called don't cheat go hard don't Cheat Go Hard teaches our youth to give maximum effort in everything they do. Charles B. Co. Sr. and Jr. know the true definition of Don't Cheat Go Hard. That's why they founded the program. If you want your child to learn the right skills and get the proper mentoring to be successful in anything they choose to do in life, call Charles and Charles. Just leave a message on our message board at Anchor FM under the You Tell Me Show. Or look us up on Facebook at Street Artists, LLC. You can also send us email correspondence at streetartistsllc@streetartists.com. at streetartist.com. Remember, the definition of cheating is to act dishonestly or unfairly to gain an advantage. The definition of going hard is doing something with 100% maximum effort. Don't cheat, go hard. Apply this to all things in life and watch good things happen. Well, brothers and sisters, it's about that time to conclude another episode of the You Tell Me Show. On this episode, we discussed Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and their delusional statements and thoughts. We talked about the whole Fannie Willis controversy. We paid tribute to Dexter Scott King, who passed away one week after the celebration of his father's birthday. And we brought back our man stop playing moment of the week as well. Leave me a message on the message board if you'd like to come on and discuss any of our topics. We would love to hear your opinions. Shout out to Lydia Celette Dudley and her amazing brand of contemporary jazz and my man Born Again for his heavy-hitting R&B track. Please make sure to look them up on all of the media platforms. With that being said, this is Professor Kaz. Have a great weekend, and thank you for tuning in to the You Tell Me Show. You're gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters, co shooting to get. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality and now fight for yours. Man, you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. You tell me. You tell me.